0: Back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern on CRN. Our guest today, Arthur Rosenfeld, who's written the book The Cutting Season, which is an interesting blend of a neurosurgeon and a martial arts person all wrapped into one how did you learn all that stuff about uh, neurosurgery?
1: Well you know I had uh, I had a little science in my uh, in my schooling and I am fortunate and I say this knowing and hoping that some number of these folks are listening I am very fortunate to have some very gifted and very twisted friends <laughs> and uh, <laughs> when I get stuck, either um, on a medical detail or uh, on a plot point, sometimes I'm not quite twisted enough to take it where it needs to go without some help. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I should mention that the cutting season, which came out this summer, uh, has been followed up by uh, the crocodile and the crane, which has a lot more overt and clear spiritual discussions and messages uh, than the cutting season and they go well together and they are both uh, fall into the, to an interesting category of fiction and what's what's relevant about that for our conversation is that this category of fiction which we call martial arts fiction in this country in in Asia, it's just as widely known as sort of the general um, form that novels take. Many, especially in China, uh, many of the great novels of Chinese history, fall some as old as a 1,000 years, fall into this category. And these are novels that bear the traits of Chinese cultural themes, loyalty, Right and martial competence and a great deal of spirituality.
0: Exactly. Uh,
1: And and so, uh, we haven't seen this kind of book really before on these shores. The best known exponent of of this kind of book in China has sold a billion with a B copies. So there's a big market for this kind of book, and I'd like to think that you know the market is there because of the strong spiritual themes.
0: Yes. You know one of the things I liked about your book, and there were a number of things I enjoyed uh, what I read. I probably read about two thirds of it. but there was a point where uh the character the main character, the neurosurgeon, was um about to put this guy's brain back together because he you know his skull had been crushed and and how you put it in there is that he started talking to the bones and asking them where they go so that he could put them into place and What I liked about that is, you know, this idea, which, you know, anybody who's tuned in enough will have experienced this, is that bones do have consciousness, and if there is an alignment that this man that's on the table getting worked on is meant to live, then there would be a cooperation with those bones, with the surgeon, to help them work together to get back into proper alignment. and. You know, that level of alignment, I think, is available to anybody who would like to seek it.
1: You know, two, two things come up uh, in response to that excellent point. One is that in order to lend verisimilitude to my descriptions of neurosurgery, uh, one of my friends and students uh, uh, who is a, a, a celebrated local neurosurgeon took me into the surgical suite and I stood at his elbow during procedures and I really got to get the feel and the smell and the look and, and all that. But your your description, your re- reference to that particular passage comes not from neurosurgery, actually, but from craniosacral therapy. Yes.
0: And I have other
1: friends and students who are craniosacral therapists and talk about call moving along the suture lines and so on so you know this is a good example of me synthesizing um, knowledge that i've gleaned from different sources to try to put them put that knowledge in a spiritual context
0: yes i had a very difficult time when i read it imagining that that's what really happens <laughs> because i think that neurosurgeons are not trained in that way at all however the potential is always there for that, for somebody who does want to go down that path.
1: Well, and the average neurosurgeon does not go out at night as a vigilante with a sword, nor as an no. incarnated Chinese warrior. No. So, you know, this is a character that's a construct in order to, you know, share ideas as well as tell a cracking good tale. Yes. And, and you know, that does bring up, you know, another couple of points. One is that I I seek in my fiction to... Whether it's in the cutting season or the crocodile and the crane or the, the next one that comes out in the spring, quiet teacher, I, I seek to um, you know give a little spiritual medicine, but cover it, coat it in a in with it with, a, with a, such a sweet coating that when you swallow the pill, you don't know you took medicine. It's just so sweet and delicious going down. You go, oh boy, that was good, and you had no clue that there's anything but a candy. Um, you know that that to me is, is a, least one goal of my art form i hope i achieve it you know readers will have to tell me the other thing is about this idea of cooperating and getting bones to go together
0: um you've only got about 10 seconds here
1: i feel this way when i cut with a sword that there's a quantum aspect to things bonds that want to break and when i cut with a sword i encourage them to do that
0: yes Okay, hang on, you're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Our guest today, Arthur Rosenfeld, has written the book, The Cutting Season, a wonderful blend of metaphysics in a great novel.